And, and, and not to say there's not some good stuff in there, right? Like mm. I can speak at a bigger level and sure the showmanship takes over, but what happens is I'm way more able to access something higher than myself in that environment. Whereas the small group, I feel like they're just getting me and I start like, am I enough? Oh. Um, the question I've been asking myself and others, you know, cause sometimes I'll, I'll get a call and be like, I don't know what to do, you know? And they're like, I have my pros and cons list. And this whole like brain activity is so loud, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I've learned to not go into that cause it does, that doesn't work, you know, um, mm -hmm. For myself and for others. And so the one question I've been asking myself and others is what's in your heart? When when I get quiet enough, what is the still small voice say? And or what is in my heart? And then there's a like, uh, silence. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any answer? Do you have an example of that? So somebody had reached Oh, and there was a whole pros and cons about doing something, not doing something. It was like a last minute thing, blah, blah, blah. A whole, there was a whole story narrative. And am I tired? Am I too tired? Can I really do this? And after they got through that whole cycle of thought and that whatever, and there was like a pause, you know, and like an actual breath taken. <laughs> I was like, hmm. And what's in your heart? And it was literally dead silence. And then a like, yeah, I'm going, you know? And it was like, yeah, you already knew. I knew. And I, I, I see it better in others, right? I could see the blind spots. And then I turn it back and I'm like, oh my God, that's me. Like wanting to do it either perfectly or whatever. Like the rational, the whole lot, the mind gets so involved. And it's like, but it's, if I, it's to your point, the void. When I go and get quiet. It's already there. The answer is there. Right. Oh, my God. That's so good. Yeah. I I was inspired by this by a, a meeting where the woman was talking about that she asked her body, like, mm -hmm. she checks in with her body, like, what do you want to do? How are you feeling? Um, And I just felt that was so interesting. It's exactly what you're talking about. And for me now, it's just a retraining process of instead of grabbing for the Amazon link that I <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> take a moment and check in with my body and be like, you're feeling discomfort. What do you want to do in this moment? What do you need from me in this moment? God, I love the online retail therapy link. And what, I, what I've sometimes been practicing is add to cart, save later. Those two clicks versus buy now. Right. Awesome. But this reminds me, I, I recently read, well, I've re read and reread it, reread it again, the, mm -hmm. the Rick Rubin book. You know, mm -hmm. um, It's called The Creative Act of Way of Being. And in it, he talks about... Um, this coin flip test 
And the coin flip test is if I don't know which option A or B is to flip a coin. And as it's in the air, uh-huh. my, I will wish for a certain side. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, so good. I heard that and I was like, that is genius. Mm-hmm. Because it's I know the answer, right? And I just like have to do something in the physical plane in order to actually access what I already know. But right. listening to. Right. It's like we should normalize that our bodies actually know before our minds do. Yes. And that that should be my go-to instead of the thinking mind and figuring, you know, that to normalize that. I, would, I just told you about the gambling stuff where like mm. I can go up and do the kinesiology. and <laughs> I just went and did it when I was in Chicago, by the way. And um, yeah, won and lost. Um <laughs> Because I get out of the body and the mind goes, just do more. You'll make it up later. That Uh, transition happens so seamlessly and so quickly for me that I don't realize it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's what they're telling us (laughs) with meditation and prayer is that as we increase those aspects, that part will become more of a reflex than... Amazon link, but yeah. who wants to do all that work? Well, it's also gamified that that link, you know, it makes a noise, it does a thing, something blinks, you know what I mean? And it's like this whole situation. Dopamine. Dopamine. Yes. My, my car drives to that grocery store. And the 20 foot embankments are on either side. And how am I supposed to sit and check in behind my belly button when that's the only way to the drugstore? The dopamine store. Yeah. That track is so, I find so difficult. So like what's coming up for me is like, you know, I've had this pattern of relating to men uh, and going after those that are unavailable, which is a very similar thing as my father, unavailable emotionally, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, cheating on, you know, whatever. And so it's, I find that that is what I gravitate to. And the the thing is what I'm hearing in this conversation is the void, right? The void for me is space and pausing before I do whatever it is I do. Yes. And I would double down on this with so many people that I sponsor where they get so caught up in I shouldn't be doing this that we can't get past the reflex or I shouldn't think this way or I shouldn't behave this way when you weren't the one who input the software like the software is there. Oh, this is how (laughs) this is how uh, Phil McGraw came into our society is that. Oprah was in Texas when the meat company was suing her. And obviously there was 
was a million years ago and she had to go in Texas and stay in Texas and go to these trials. And she kept going, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe this is happening. And all of her team around her were like, we can't believe you're here. We can't believe this is happening. And Phil McGraw was the one who went up and was like, okay, you're here. It's happening. We got to move on. And he was the only one that talked to her like that, which is how he got into pop culture, you know? A.K.A. Dr. Phil. Yes, which, am I a fan? No, but I am a fan of somebody having a spine and going against the grain sometimes, even if it just means it's some inner voice of me that's like, okay, like we we don't have time to focus on who installed this software, why it's here, if you're good, <laughs> if you're bad. Like we've just got to go with what's the solution or the next right action. So am I hearing that this is the split screen of victim and questioning and inquiry of like, how did we get, you know, why are we here versus like acceptance of like, this is where we are. That is really good. Like I've, I've, I've thought of this a million times and never put the word victim with it, but you're right. That's exactly what it is. It's the brain trying to figure out how we're a victim in the situation. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Can you believe this? Oh my God. You know, or I did something. I'm the worst. I can't believe I made this happen. It's like, wait, um, the plumbing broke. Yeah. His- you didn't make that happen, I promise. Oh my goodness. That's that's interesting because that's very fourth step for me. And it gives us, right, the person that doesn't think that their shit stinks and mm-hmm. it was just they're drinking, everything's fine. If everyone just did their own inventory, things would be great. And then there's ones like, I'm the biggest piece of shit. Like, I cannot believe I'm, I'm the worst person ever to live. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But they're both self-centered. Exactly. Top of the heap versus bottom of the heap. Top of the heap versus bottom of the heap. And both are self-centered and equanimity is our solution. You do need to be a little full of yourself and you do need to be a little humble. Yeah. And it's like the 11 step says, um, it's when we align our will, our thinking with God's will, loving Mm -hmm. thoughts that we begin to use it rightly. So I just heard somebody in a meeting say, I just, I have it all over and God just decides and I'm out of my body and it's just God. And I'm like, well, Read the 11th step because it says when we align our thinking with God's thinking, we begin to use it rightly. So it's not, I'm not supposed to just totally disassociate like I did when, you know, or like people do when they're being abused and let God come in and take over. I'm supposed to be here, but I'm not supposed to be on top of a mountain or underneath a rock. Yeah. I would say that 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 would be the equivalent of living in reality. How boring. Who wants to do (laughs) life on life's terms? No, thanks. I'd rather be in delusion a little. Where is the drama? Where's Uh, the drama? Where's the drama? Okay, so we're on our final five. And I have a question. I have two questions because one I think might just need to be a whole nother episode. So I think I'll just hold on that topic. And I'm going to use the other questions. The question is, what is something that you are grateful for today that you never thought you would be grateful for? 
such a good question. Oh my goodness. Well, it says in Keys of the Kingdom, which is one of my favorite passages in the big book, it says where we used to run from responsibility, we find ourselves successfully shouldering it with something. Okay. And I always said, I will never not run from responsibility. Mm. I will never say I find myself successfully shouldering it. Like that sounds like a horror movie to me. I don't want to mm. ever successfully shoulder responsibility. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and, <laughs> and now it's like there's a place there's a little place i have for my eyeglasses and my sunglasses mm -hmm. there's like you know i pick up the coffee before i run out of coffee there's i mean there's so much stuff that makes my life easier and more manageable by being responsible mm -hmm. and i can't believe that sometimes i actually enjoy doing the responsible things what about you? Goodness, this is a tough one. Um, is it tough? It's not really tough. I just made that up. No, it's, um, I guess, grateful for something that I wasn't grateful for before. So I guess in the vein of our conversation is all of these defects, defaults, character defaults, right? The things that I do that I was shooting myself not to do. Um, there's a a gentleness and a softness around them. And what I'm really aware of as I continue down this path is everything that comes on the path, um, either for me signals as, a, as an aff affirmation of like, yes, this is what I would like, or this is what I would not like. If that makes sense. Right. So like I, I equate this to like my first job. It's horrific boss. And it was like, oh, I'm supposed to learn everything that I do not want to be when I if and when I get to that position. Right. So everything that comes in. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That's so good. And what growth like you can measure that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Amazing another we've great one we've done it again <laughs> you're welcome everyone <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much misty thanks sam hey bitch call your sponsor 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 call your sponsor